0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Crubcast. My name is Kevin, also known as the Golden Bolt. And today we're going to be talking about games that remind us of summer, games that give off summer vibes. Um, I'm here with three wonderful people, two of whom you haven't seen yet or heard yet on the Crubcast before. And first, I'm going to introduce you to one of them, uh, the host of today's episode, Mr. Sean, also known as Wolf Chaoson. Hi, Sean.
1: Hey, that's me. I'm the guy with blue hair. And if you, you can't see me right now because, you know, Spotify or what have you Whoa. yeah I have blue hair congrats yeah you now know that yeah so
2: I, I, it's nice been a while I haven't bed. seen you in a hot minute. yeah I thought you were going out to get uh, milk
1: uh, I'll be back just leave in the <laughs> middle of the
0: podcast
1: I'm the host and I leave
0: oh. the milk oh Jesus <laughs> the other voice that you're hearing there uh talking about milk is world famous twitch streamer jtart9 also known as Justin hi Justin
2: Hey, how's it going? Uh, I am famous, so famous, so unbelievably famous, you don't even know it's me. I love I love I, that he just you? started
0: playing into the bit that now it just sounds like he's a cocky. I'm just, I just just yeah. seem super
3: self-aggrandizing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know how the bit started. I don't remember how <laughs> really either.
0: It was just that three of us, for those that don't know, uh, around COVID time, uh, Justin here was like, I'm going to start streaming because I need to do something with my life right now. I'm just sitting around, uh, you know, as we all were. And yeah. so he started streaming, and um, as good friends, we all hung out and chat. You know, uh, supported him, supported the boy, and that became a thing where we, as the three concurrent viewers that he would have at any given point, we started calling him world famous Twitch streamer Jtar Nine, and that's just that's just it. That's the whole story. It's just stuck.
2: It stuck yeah. to the point where it somehow wheezled its way into uh, the charity rooms family uh, family mm-hmm. feud. Family Dude, yeah,
3: people just speak highly of you in the Charity Room chat, and they're like, yeah, yeah world-famous world Twitch streamer, JTAR9. <laughs> uh,
0: it's just become like, a fact of life at this point. I will, it's, it's all- I will throw yeah. out a plug for the Charity Room. Uh, we haven't announced the exact dates for the event yet, but if you like uh, a bunch of gamers playing video games and raising money for wonderful causes, we are going to be back uh, later this summer. Uh, so follow at uh, the Charity Room on Twitter for more info on that. Uh, it'll be a good time. And then the other voice that we didn't say hi to yet is Trav, that Trav guy. Hello. Hi, Trev. How... I mean,
3: it's okay. I've been on these podcasts before. I just sit in the background, and be like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" And then I, uh, I, I poopy my pants. Great. And then they, and then um, people ask you questions, and you're like, "I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, what do you yeah. think, dude?" I'm just like, I'm, I'm literally, like, bro. I don't know. Isn't it crazy <laughs> that like deer's have to, eyes?
1: To be fair, that's just kind of how you are in general. Like that's also kind of like how I met you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, which. I su-
0: I suppose we should talk. Oh, we about could that. talk about that more yeah. in depth soon yeah. if you want. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so right Sean, uh, right yes, that's me. Talk a little bit sure. about how you uh, entered the the Crub sphere. Which uh, one of the ways that the Crub sphere tends to exist is usually uh, I'm the weird uh, nexus point for a lot of that because I knew a bunch of people from before uh, the content game, and then a bunch of people from the content game, and I was like, "Hey, you, you would all be good friends. So let's let's mesh you all together and make a cool super group." And then that's what happened. And
3: you were right. Yeah, Yeah.
0: pretty yeah. much. So um, it's weird because I'm like Chris said it in a tweet uh, for the Crub Twitter, which by the way, at Crub official on Twitter, uh, he had said, you know, introducing Follow the now. second crew. It was for episode two's plug. He was like introducing the second crew of the of the Crub cast, how they met, and there was like parentheses uh, by knowing Kevin. And I was like, man, that's weird, but that's true. Damn.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, that really is it. <laughs> Made me yeah, feel weird. Well, you should. I that's, mean, for other reasons, sure. but that too.
3: Like, I mean, technically because of Ant Dude, but yeah. he was just a, a bystander. He
0: was just a conduit we gave money to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I met you YouTube through YouTubers because I remember yeah. like you, I remember specifically you like commented on one of my videos and you like reached out to me um, and you were like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, just upload. Who the heck just, are just, you? Just upload. Just keep uploading. That's um,
0: been my advice to you for uh, seven straight years.
1: Yes, and I've only <laughs> known you for five of them. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I haven't even started YouTube.
0: It's got like
3: the the secret number one fan, like a Metal Gear yeah. codec. But
1: no, like we were we were talking and uh, and we were just like BSing, and Kevin was like, "Look, you know, you you just have to get used to just creating all the time and just throwing it out there." I was like, "All right, cool, dope." And so we started talking a little more through that, and uh, I ended up going to a convention called Too Many Games that you were going to be at uh, yourself and so you were like hey i i i don't know if you added me to crub because you didn't want to give me your number but i remember like th- it was that weekend that you added me to crub you're like all right that's where you're gonna like just talk to us and let us know where you're at the whole week like that that was
0: don't want to i number. so yeah. i don't think hey, it was I, that i don't think it was a phone number thing though that's probably a good so i'm a liar that's
2: I'm a liar. Okay, you are right,
0: starting off hot, baby.
2: All right, all right, Jota. How are you doing? Crub drama. Crub drama. Think, um,
0: <laughs> the, I think the way that we uh, that that we introduced you and Trav to Crub was just because we were trying to expand the the Crub Discord server from just the few of us that it was uh, into like, hey, here's more of the boys that like we already all know because you were in that new tubers. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned it in all three of the episodes at this point. Yeah. Uh, that uh, there was a YouTubers game reviewer sub chat where we all kind of uh, linked up and, and talked and connected and uh, and made made a lot of cool yeah. friends out of that. And since half of those people were then any like incrub to begin with, it was like, why don't we just move there since that's easier and more fun? And that's that's how
1: that started. Yeah, pretty much. And like, so like, like I as I met you in uh, J Tart nine Justin at too many games. But I actually met Trav before then, I think. It was either before then or like something around. Yeah. Yeah, um,
3: I want met... to say I found... Yes. So I think you were following me on Twitter already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, uh, there was like that whole group that like didn't quite know each other yet. Um, uh, there's certain other members of Krub that I'm not sure if they want to be mentioned. Um, right. Certain people in there that I knew that like Kevin would collaborate with them. Back then, stuff like that.
0: Um, I should and, I should clarify that uh, with this episode, you've met all eight people in the Crub cast. There are there's this, there's yes. another original Crub server that had more friends right. that are are not Sorry. content minded. I should have uh, uh, yes, yes, personal I friends of mine, uh, personal now personal friends of all of us, but but you know people we knew before content and yeah. don't do content. Yeah.
3: But, uh, so people yeah. part of the friend group or our friend group uh, mm-hmm. that I'm I'm not sure if they want to be named um, mm-hmm. that I i just knew about because kevin would tweet about them a lot i like retweet everything they post like good friends do that i didn't quite understand back then uh and you were one of them Mm -hmm. Uh, you followed me and then i think after like one of your videos just showed up on my feed i'm like my my twitter dashboard i'm like yeah i'll 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 give it a shot. Oh, hey, this guy's funny. I'll give him a follow back. And then we started talking after that. So, yeah, yeah I guess like it, we did indirectly meet because of Kevin. Uh, that's still true. But uh, yeah, in a way, like Sean is like the only member of the Krub cast that I kind of met on my own.
1: Yeah, we met in an IHOP on my birthday. Uh-huh. Like
3: I don't think I remembered at the moment that it was your birthday.
1: Oh, no, it was like um, four in the morning. That's why.
3: What? I'm like, hey, I'm in town. You wanna you wanna mm-hmm. grab IHOP? And I thought that he lived closer, and so he ended up driving <laughs> like 30 miles, yeah, uh, to find this IHOP.
1: Yeah, that which again, it was incredible. like, it, My my birthday's in like January, so like you know, it's mm. a little, it was like around the it time was cold. When it, was, it was cold. It was gonna like snow and stuff. So I was like, you know, I don't care. Let's go. Um, because like, that's just it kinda was dry, kind of dry,
3: but it was cold.
1: Yeah. So I'm well, dry
3: it... for you know, uh, Ohio, but
1: and then then we took a picture. And I remember specifically you edited my face out and just made it transparent because you're like uh, I don't know. Did
3: I? Yes, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I do. Oh, that's great. Oh my that's god, fantastic. It's I mean, some- that sounds like something I do, but I don't remember that.
1: Someone please find this. And uh, and then obviously through that I met J Tart Nine, and me and J Tart Nine started hanging out a lot more because uh, we started doing d together, which we actually just finished. We our just campaign finished that last Good week. For you, um,
2: you earned it. It took two years. Yeah, we were a bit ambitious for our. It was our first ever campaign, and we were a bit ambitious, and it ended up taking us two years. And it 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 could have been longer, but we just kind of told our DM we were like, "Hey, it needs to end. Like, we need to stop this. Like, we need to get to the ending."
1: Yeah, it was. It it was like, all right, this is the last month. Just go. Yeah, Uh, and we went. God, that was. What do you mean you went? We 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 just went for it. We we, mistakes and all.
2: We were not. We were not prepared. <laughs> like yeah. our characters, we had more character development, more room to grow, and we awesome. were just like, we were just like, no, yeah, go. Yeah,
1: of that. It was, it was so good. It was so we won.
2: Good. We did against all odds. We won. Yeah. Sean was uh, the only one that lived. <laughs> it was a suicide mission, and Sean yeah, was the only one was. who made it out.
1: Yeah, he it. it we, we can go into that another time. So, uh, because welcome
0: to the D and D cast. So, yeah. so Justin, let's talk a little bit about how you uh integrated into the Krub crew because you're one of the OGs in the true original Krub group me that we've also briefly mentioned because uh, we met. Yeah, was like
2: I, I could take you on a trip. How it all started. And our favorite rocket so ship. So
0: I am the unique
2: one of Krub where I'm here because I know Nico. I'm not here because I know Kevin. I'm here because I know Nico. That's true. That's a wild card. So Nico lived three doors down from me in college, freshman year. I love that band. It's a pretty good band, right? I don't know any of their music, but (laughs) (laughs) I know that that's a band. Um, Nico lived three doors down from me, and we got to talking during Freshman Welcome Week. There was like a, a poker night or whatever. That the school was decided to host. It was not for real money, but they were just like, you can just play poker. And we are like, all right. So Nico and I went down there, and we just started talking and hanging out. Nice. And then I would say, in the first semester of college, Nico brought Kevin over because Kevin was going to the same school, but he lived um, a couple a couple of buildings away. Yeah. And um, he was like, you'll meet my friend Kevin. He's a cool dude, and we just started hanging out there. And then it just became a point of. We would sign Kevin into our building because Nico and I live together. So why would we both go to Kevin?
0: Yeah. And we just hang out there all day. Well, and plus you guys like, have you had the nice building that they had just built. Uh, that was true. Like, it's now sinking. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, well, actually, really? no, no, actually. So um, I'm trying to think of how to I tell this story uh, on stream. Um. <laughs> so, I, so I won't, but uh, there's an answer to that one, Justin, <laughs> that I'll tell you after this. Um, Okay, cool. (laughs) For those that don't know, by the way, really quick, uh, because I just said on stream, we stream these recordings live on Twitch every Tuesday around 6.30 uh, p.m. Eastern, uh, and then around 7, we start the recording for the podcast. Uh, There's an an exclusive pre and post show. Uh, It's a lot of fun. We hang out. We talk to chat. Uh, It's a good time. Mm -hmm. We usually scream. You get to watch us set up and not say anything to you for a little while while we set up. Stuff like that. Um, We're just looking at monitors and we're just like. Head into the head into this this monitor yeah. like
2: not paying attention to anything around us. Yeah,
0: because it's a lot of work to set these up. Actually, yeah, that would uh, be. Not, it not, and then we're just
2: like, how are we doing, chat? Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah every now and then we're just we'll just check in with you guys, make sure you're okay. Oh, uh, it's like, uh, are you as, still alive? Just like, j- just like that. Uh, as an additional reminder, some little upkeep here before we get back into um, Justin's uh, story of how he introduced himself to the Crub universe, the Crub cinematic universe. Uh, we're also available on all audio platforms as well as YouTube. There's a video version of this that you can see on YouTube if you want to see our pretty mugs. Uh, there's audio versions on Spotify, Apple podcasts, everywhere else. And uh, if you are watching on any of those platforms, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a deal here. Uh, if you're on an audio platform, it's a review. If you're on YouTube, it's a like and a comment and a subscribe. Uh, do those things now. And then if you don't end up liking this episode, if you don't like it, you can take it back. Uh, maybe don't leave a bad review, but uh, those really do help index this podcast and get it off the ground uh, and help the videos grow out to uh, other people, both in our audiences already, uh, as well as the wider world. So it really does genuinely help. Uh, so Justin. It does.
2: It, it, it please.
0: Does uh, continue with so, your story now that I've finished cutting you off.
2: Beautiful. All right. So one day, Nico and Kevin are at our apartment building and... Nico and Kevin tell or me Nico and Kevin are talking to each other and Nico's like all right we got to go on to a discord call we have to leave and i'm like huh it wasn't he's even like, discord yeah, back so we, then
0: it was uh, it was skype it was skype yeah, yeah skype. so we had to go
2: on a, we had to go on a skype call and i'm like what and he's like yeah so we have to go write our our um sitcom so you have you have to go oh, the sitcom. <laughs> they I, actively were like you have to go you can't be here you can't be in the writing room I don't
0: know why that know. was that way I, that might have been a Nico thing i hope it wasn't a me thing
2: I hope it was a Nico thing because yeah. then we can blame him and he's not it's here to defend fault. himself. It's his fault. we're going to say it's his
1: oh, fault. Oh yeah, it's his <laughs> fault. He's not here on to defend record, himself. On the record, it is Nico's fault.
2: So I would just like I went into my room and hung out there for like an hour and, or to two hours and then they knock on my door and they're like alright, we're done. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> so they were like, yeah, we're writing a, a sitcom and uh, it's this whole thing and I was like, alright. And then a couple of days later they do another call and they're like, Justin, why don't you join us? And I'm like, sure and there's this random dude that I don't know who's from Kevin and Nico where they're from yeah and i'm just like hi how are you i'm i'm just some dude <laughs> and then they got to a point in the in the uh sitcom where it was like a school day and my idea was instead of doing dodgeball you should do um dodgeball but you have um sponges full of paint and this is pre splatoon so i is, came up is, with splatoon this is
1: 2014 oh. yeah
2: yeah, I came up with Splatoon. You you can thank me. It's true. Um, t- t- Sean?
1: <laughs> is, that, is that how you became famous? Like you yeah, came I wrote up a sitcom. With, well, I, I was going to say the Splatoon, but I guess that works too.
2: No, no, no. The Splatoon stole it from me, say. but it's from the sitcom. But that th- anyway, that was how... Okay. I, after that meeting of the minds during um, writing the sitcom, that's how I was then introduced into the group me club. Yeah. Which is, which is proto Yeah. It's like the, pre, it's like the
0: precursor that of That was, Krub. that was the writer's room for this three person and then four person uh, thing. And I remember uh, this, uh, it was a dumb sitcom uh, based around some college uh, shenanigans because of course we were in college. We got to write a show about mm-hmm. college. Although they started writing it when they were in high mm-hmm. school. So uh, credit to them, I guess. Um, but one of the things that I remember distinctly that, that hopefully we will find a way to do this, mark our words. In some Uh,
2: way, in some way, there was an
0: episode that I had the idea for that was uh, Mm -hmm. every every show has an episode where they go into like an actual place. Like every Disney show at a Disney World episode, we were going to have an episode where the the crew of the show goes to Comic-Con in character. So like they're not supposed to be at Comic-Con or they're going to visit and they stumble into their panel. And part of the episode is them doing a panel by accident in character and it's filmed. God. Uh, and then it it was partway through. They get dragged off stage because it's like, how are you here? Why are you here? And they're like, they're escaping. Mm. And then it would pan to the crowd. Crowd would all be clapping. And it would just slow zoom in on Justin's face. And it would say, rest in peace, Justin, 2012 to 2014.
2: <laughs> and I'm like 40 years old in this point. Yeah. Like in our brains, yeah. like I'm, a, I'm like 40 year old man.
0: Like and also sitting in the like, crowd. It's like the, the 2030s. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So it's gonna happen at some point. Yeah, that will happen. Well the Crub Comic Con panel that we'll never have.
1: I, yeah. I love the idea of like you guys doing it and it's like a Comic Con, but like all the there's like all sorts of advertisements for it. This is like Comic Con like 2028, and then it's just he died in 2014. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> there's like a picture of like the date Comic Con 2028, yeah.
0: 2020,
1: yeah. Oh, so you're okay. you're picking up on it. You're yeah. picking all right. up you on know, it. So we I,
0: knew we knew he would be gone. world famous well before yeah. anybody else in the world
1: knew. Yeah.
2: It was it was in the cards yeah um
1: part of the cards baby
2: (laughs) um and then real quick for everybody else trav i met at too many games i was talking with kevin kevin saw trav from across the room he said i like this guy's vibe um (laughs) (laughs) no he said i have to go slap this dude real quick and that's just like true just the same (laughs) the same energy of like hey we're gonna go write a sitcom i had the same energy of like hey i gotta go slap this guy real quick and i'm just like what and so i'm following kevin and he just slaps Trav. And then him and Trav just keep talking. And I'm standing there for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I never get we were, introduced. Uh, I never get introduced. We were talking introduced.
3: about it last night. And I realized, <laughs> oh, I should save this for the podcast. Yeah. Like, I, I... No offense. I don't think I had any synapses firing when I met you. Because I do not remember. That's... You, you were, the first time were occupied I you. Like, by Nico. You literally just assimilated your way into my life. <laughs> and... I think that I I want to remember it that way too. Like, He's been a constant. Yeah, you, yeah Like I, it, it's it's like I always knew you.
2: That's true. Yeah. Because that's how it how it was. Kevin started yeah. talking to you. I was standing there next to Kevin for ten minutes. Kevin said goodbye. He started walking away, and then I went. So who was that?
3: <laughs> God. <laughs> so
2: nobody yeah,
1: introduced me. I, I guess I did. Nobody didn't. introduced me. Yeah. Yeah, the same, the same that somehow makes so much sense. sense. I don't
0: know. I don't know why that was the case, but I don't think Trav introduced me to the the person that he was there with at that time either. So I think that worked out. No, I think that's why I didn't um, introduce you, Justin, because yeah. I was like, well, I you know, it doesn't matter. Like, we're d- it's just friends. <laughs> yeah. Also, back then, you should
2: have had the foresight to be like, hey, this is Justin. You're gonna have a podcast. It's gonna be world famous.
0: <laughs> Absurdly you, famous. You better famous. start investing. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> Invest it's in jtar Nine stock.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, i'm on the NYSE. uh it's under jt9 so if, if you look on the god, if you look on the stock ticker god, you'll see that's me great what if
1: i really hope you're, actually no don't don't look it up don't look it up
2: don't don't do so, it not not yet keep watching the yet. podcast keep watching the podcast so yeah, we'll do it one day so now that we um uh oh no god i was gonna say for, for sean it was the same exact story um but no no it, i
1: talked to you the first no, time no I no met no.
2: You. no 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 the first time we met you were talking to nico and okay, yes. I was standing next to Nico for like 15 minutes and you were just talking with Nico the entire time. And then I walked away and went to Nico and I said, so who is that? <laughs> and, then, nice. and then Nico was like, I don't even know. I think he's one of Kevin's friends. Dude, and that's, then, all, that's just
1: kind of how I am in general. Awesome.
2: And then my next memory of you was you walking around the show floor of TMG with a giant poster board around your neck. I said, oh, My yeah. channel's name is Wolf Kiosan. Please no, it said ask, ask me. me about my
3: YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, God, that's yeah, right. I, I, I still have it over there, actually. <laughs> oh. I'm you not. I'm destroy not. It. I, no, I'm keeping it just in case. Do You got to no. bring it this year. But here's the thing. I, I'm just going to like that in general. Like, I just meet somebody. I'm like, oh, hey, I've never talked to you before. Life story. Let's go. And then I never see them again. The only difference is I'm stuck with you guys for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: We're contractually bound. At this point,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to leave, there's a lot of messy dialogue and a lot of messy paperwork to do. Speaking of, of, of,
0: of sticky, yes. uh, people get sticky during the summer. Uh, so, Sean, talk a little bit so about true. the idea that you had for this episode before we get into some of the games that we
1: think of. Yes. Um, so I was trying to come up with uh, some ideas because video games, there's all sorts of things that you could just talk about. Um, and I was like, all right, it's about summertime. Why don't we just talk about like games that remind us of summer, or like makes us think of summer? And that could be ranging anywhere between you know just a game that takes place in like a really warm island or what have you, or a game that like we played when we were younger, like whether that yeah. be in high school or middle school, uh, that during like a hot July day we just stayed inside, you know, said f you to all the people outside, and just played our game. I still do that. I don't think you've gone outside. In I've three been months. kicked
3: out of Marley and me.
1: What? <laughs> what? You can't just say that. How?
3: That's summertime.
1: No why why were you kicked out though? Uh, no, <laughs> I need to know right now.
3: Alright, so Marley and me, you know how it ends, right?
1: Wait, we're is not this a, we're not, wait, we're not actual no, thing. No, okay. <laughs> you can't so, do a spoiler so
0: cast on Sean, Marley and me we're in the middle of it. <laughs> Sean, what's the uh what's what's the game that you're you, you would have picked first for uh, summer?
1: So the reason why I even thought of this is I've been recently playing uh, Persona Four Golden. Uh, this is my oh, you poor th- thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this like is my first. Sorry, I'll shut, up. I'll shut yeah. up. I will. I will.
3: I like that game. It's pretty good.
2: Ah, uh, my
1: child. But so I've been playing that a lot lately, and it's my first playthrough uh, outside of restarting it three times because I have the attention span of a two-year-old running through Toys R Us, which is closed down now. Um, but why I'm still is there a two-year-old in a
0: closed-down store? Why'd they lock the kid in? That's the plot of Marley and me, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, But uh, I no, find like, oh, my way in. They
3: all say all dogs go to heaven, too. What?
1: Yep. <laughs> they do. Uh, well, usually. But anyway, so I started thinking about, you know, I, I was playing the game, and it really just made me think back when I was younger and I uh just go out and be a rambunctious teenager and do a bunch of crazy things with my friends and it started to make me, like, kind of reminisce on a lot of, like, the good times that I had with, like, just a group of friends um, outside of Crub, because now Crub is my only friend group, and that is just how it is and forever will be. But as I, as I kept playing it, it it just made me, because Persona 4, uh, I'm not going to go into spoilers, but it takes place in, like, a tight-knit community, and there's, you know, it, it's small, but, like, everything feels likely, every conversation, every person you meet, um, and they affect you and you affect them. And the more I played it, the more I was like, this is just, <sighs> it, it, it's hard to describe, but
3: this is it, just Marley and me.
1: It is. <laughs> it is Marley. And me. It turns out uh, that Marley's been the villain all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> As I kept playing it, it made me kind of just like miss just being in high school, getting on a bike and just going to a pond for like a weekend Whereas now I'm an adult and, you know, I could try to do that, but my job will call me like, Sean, what the piss are you doing? Get your butt here right now. And I'd say, yeah, well, they don't be, don't ever be happy for me. Um, But that that game started to make me think about, you know, what other games have I played, uh, which I I can talk about later. But like, Trav, (laughs) you're on our Marley and Me kick. Uh, Outside of Marley and Me, what's your, what's a summer game that, you know, Enjoy.
3: Why Marley? And uh, my favorite summer game is actually All Dogs Go to Heaven 3. Why what? um, What's up with the, the dogs? Hit game for the is game that, GameCube? Is that the sequel uh, no, to Airbud? Yeah. Um they, they made like wait, five Airbud movies. Wait, Do you remember they, when no. they went to the Airbud Goes to Hell? Yeah. yeah um actually Airbud Goes to Hell was gonna be my answer. Uh no, <laughs> actually uh real, genuine answer. Mm-hmm. Um my the game that always makes me think of summertime, or rather, I think about when you know, you go outside and you smell that summer air and you think, ah, allergy season. Um, mm-hmm. The game that comes to mind is actually uh, Paper Mario for the GameCube. OK, that was door. It's like that game has nothing to do with summer, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it is the. Uh, so I, I was born on a, a pretty, pretty humid and cold area in the uh, West Coast a little place called Nevada and hmm. I uh, uh, we ended up moving further east uh, you know the the state of uh, Florida and the, the first time I ever experienced a hot summer um, hmm. like because where I lived before it, it never got hot it was always it also never got really cold either it was almost always between like 50 and 60 degrees all the time even in summer winter whenever. Uh, so this was my first time experiencing like over like triple digit Fahrenheit uh, temperature. I, I was boiling alive in my fleshy Nevada skin. Um, not much I, change. Uh, Not a lot. I'm still in Washington. Um, but I, uh, I um, lost my train of thought. Right. My first summer experiencing that. I was playing a borrowed copy of Paper Mario: Thousand Year Door from my friends from—I want to say I was in fourth grade, um, maybe third grade—but I, uh, I was playing it for the first time. Borrowed it from some friends now, that up, I met. Hold literally, up, literally, no joke.
0: Hi. That, that is the—that is the second time today. <laughs> you have been in the middle of a, of a very like good story, and then just let out a burp in the middle of.
3: <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even notice. I'm sorry. For I, I'm not trying to be shit. For those... <laughs> I wasn't. Paying
0: attention. <laughs> for those, I wouldn't have pointed <laughs> it out. But but for those that are uh, listening uh, on on Friday when this usually comes out, or in the future, uh, Trav and I just recorded a, a Zelda discussion with with Chris Mikanos fan uh, little before this podcast aired, and and uh, before this podcast is airing live, and. Mm-hmm the same exact thing happened and and he, i didn't even notice it he called attention to it himself and for you to do it again and sneak it out there i, I had to yeah
3: like so the first time i uh i <laughs> the when it happened last time i noticed it i leaned away from the mic and i said hey edit that out um and then we <laughs> joked about it so therefore we're not editing it out um, if you hadn't said you edit time, it time out
0: it i would have bl- i would have because i don't think you were actually speaking for that one like i would have been able to i would have been able to make it work but then yeah,
3: I mean, this one's like dead I, I don't care, set in the it, middle yeah, of the yeah, story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. Th-
0: Continue. Sorry, I just yeah,
3: I, I wasn't paying attention. What was I talking about? Uh, right. So Paper Games. Mario. Uh, yes. I was living in uh, Florida. Uh, I, borrowed I the game
1: melting skin.
3: I borrowed the game from a friend. My skin was melting, mm-hmm. and that's that's just the environment I was in. First playing Paper Mario. Actually, technically, it was the second time I rented it from Blockbuster the year before, ah. and I got stuck in Hooktail's Castle. Um and I I didn't know what to do and then eventually when I made friends, uh after moving, who I legit no joke was like, hey, you ever played Luigi's Mansion to this kid that was like sitting in the corner all alone, and that's <laughs> how we became friends because luckily he did play Luigi's Mansion.
1: That um, if he didn't, then you is, would
2: get bullied by the kid sitting in the corner.
1: Right, um, and also that's kind of like terrifying. Just imagine like you're sitting in the corner eating your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then like you just see this oh, big, no. tall, sweaty guy looking down like do you like luigi's mansion i, uh,
3: what, do I was not tall then i did not hit my growth spurt i was like do you think trav um, was the height that he is now in Tra- fourth trav grade was
1: born six two yeah <laughs> it's true yeah and then he grew to like seven two
3: dude i i love the amount of people that like i meet at conventions once a year which is like five people that are like wow you're taller than i thought um yeah anyway right important conversation at hand um yeah, so uh, it was gym class. There's this kid sitting in the corner, no friends. I go up to him, go, "Yeah, play Luigi's Mansion," and we became best friends. We're still friends today. Um, Good. And then I met some friends of theirs, and they told me, "You gotta jump out the window in in Paper Mario." In Paper Mario, <laughs> uh, not in the not in real life. Um, and that that's when I borrowed the game from another mutual friend, and then I finally beat it that summer of like. 2001 um, so I uh, I had a good time and I, I always think of like every time that summer vibe comes back and I'm just like yep it's allergy time I'm gonna start sneezing the cicadas are out uh, I I think of uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door
1: that's a good choice I I never really thought of it, it it's any summer game because I never played it because I'm a, an idiot um, I, I never played it yeah, I mean, I'm making my way through Paper Mario on the Nintendo 64 right now, um, but one, one day I'll get to it, because I hear a lot of good things about it, um, and then another thing that I hear a lot of good things about is JTART9. That's me. So we're, we're going to jump to you. Those people well, are liars. So, I, I, I mean, we I have really. established earlier that I am a liar. So That's
2: true. You you love Wawa. Um. <laughs> don't you say
1: those No. <laughs> All those words were wrong. So
2: um, every single word so was wrong. The game that I played a lot that really made me feel like very summery. Um, mm-hmm. th- there's gonna be a few. There's gonna be like there's the there's the usual ones like Mario Sunshine and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. like I didn't really play those during the summer. I just I don't know why I never made that connection. The two for right. me that really give me that summer vibe. These are gonna be really left field. There's a game for the okay. GameCube called Monsters Inc. Scream Arena. And it's a Monsters, Inc. dodgeball game for the GameCube. And I would play that game with my friends during summer vacation all the time. We would play it all the time.
0: I don't know why, we just did. Fun fact. That game is actually uh, technically sort of canon to the Kunio Kun series. What? Same studio. It's a a dodgeball game made by the same
1: studio. What do you mean? (laughs) This is not Marley Me's cinematic universe. Yeah, it I don't is. know I don't know the Marley Me stuff, meant, but
0: but but what I said, I'm serious. Wow. Huh, neat. The second game for me though is um I made that up.
2: No, it, you didn't. It's real. <laughs> I It's real.
3: It's real. I had a feeling, but uh, You don't have thank to, you. <laughs> you don't have to give Sean this whiplash of emotions because you're just telling him the truth. Why? He's the host. We have to bully him.
1: That's true. If you don't bully me, I will pee my pants right now.
3: <laughs> I know. That's why I do it. It's funny.
1: I already did it. Anyway, go you're
3: gonna, you're, uh, um,
2: the, they can't see. That's me. true. You, they can't see it. It's, it's, no, don't stand up. <laughs> um, the other game, Not
1: standing up. Don't like
2: the other game for me. Another really weird one. If you're a jtart Nine Twitch like day oneer and you know this, I streamed a game on my Twitch called MLB Power Pros for the Nintendo Wii.
1: I remember and that. Yeah. MLB
2: Power Pros on the Nintendo Wii has a game mode called Success Mode. And it basically turns this baseball game into a like slice of life JRPG with a card system and how you um, respond to every situation in your life. And this is a game that I played all of the time in summer. Uh, number one, because it's baseball season during the summer. So I'm playing baseball as a kid and I'm also watching baseball on TV with my dad. Because um, my dad loves baseball. Um, and just playing and watching baseball all the time. In success mode, you would play through the game and if you win the success mode and you make it and you get scouted to the major leagues, you then can put your character on that team in the game and then you can do a GM mode where you run the team and you have your character from success mode on your team and you can then continue developing them, make them like a superstar kind of thing. And how many times I went through that story mode, I could tell you exactly what happens off the back of my hand because I would just go... Through all the players that weren't in the game, and I would make them in the game, and then if I won, then they would actually be on the team that they were on. So like I have, this will date this late this episode, but like Bryce Harper, who plays for the Nat, uh, the who played for the Nationals at the time, I would make Bryce Harper in the game, go through the whole story as Bryce Harper, and then win, and then put him on the Nationals, and then go and play the Nationals, play with the Nationals on the uh, career mode and stuff like that. It was. It's one of those games that just gives me that nostalgic feeling every time I go back to it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I could I could go out and like play catch with somebody right now. And,
3: and then he said, "I'm gonna get you that battle pass, Miles." And then he yeah. said, "You can't gift it with V Bucks." <laughs> yeah.
1: And then my dad left. But uh, speaking He's of dads dad leaving, uh, Kevin, I'm back. Uh, <laughs> so can you talk to me? You're your homework, son. We got. What do you sound like? We salad? got the milk.
3: Go on! Did you do People's your like homework? People, people <laughs> usually say, "Uh, plankton. people usually say plankton." Yeah, so well, they Blankton have the same voice. The I'll, same voice. Yeah. yeah.
1: Also, yeah. Justin, uh, just to Harper back, that game Harper. sounds so much more. Yeah, well, whatever. I, uh, I can't speak. Uh, but that game sounds so much better than like the newest incarnations of say like NBA Two K and Madden because it sounds like there's a lot more first uh, single player. Um,
2: yeah. A, um, like...
1: yeah. a lot more single-player content.
2: Yeah, a lot more single-player content. Two facts. One, a new MLB Power Pros game just got released on the Switch. It's a dollar. It has none of the single-player stuff, but it it, it exists. Oh. So if everyone... Well, that's good. If everyone awesome. buys it, maybe they'll bring it back. Because the second fun fact about that series is it's still being made. They're still being made in Japan only. They're, they're, it's a game made by Konami, so Konami's making them for the J-League, Damn which it. is the Japanese mm-hmm. Baseball League. And they, they keep making them. And they still have that story mode in them. And I really wish I could play them, but they're all in Japanese. I can't read any of it.
1: Just learn it. Just learn it.
2: If I learn Japanese just to play the MLB Power Pros, not you MLB Power it. Pros. Because That's a power
0: move. It's a power yeah. move, right? <laughs> power. I was going to say that it, until you said Konami, you gave me a chance to follow up with Kunio-kun again. Kunio-kun? You, did, you didn't set me up, so I'm disappointed in <laughs> you.
1: Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, I'm Kunio, glad that... well
2: Kunio-kun had the, the was It was the basketball game.
0: And then, like, to get
1: yes. people
2: on your basketball team, yeah. the manager would give everyone like sexual favors.
0: Let's that is, go. I don't think that is. You just made that <laughs> up.
3: <laughs> uh, I,
2: as long as they consent, that.
3: that's okay.
0: You? Why do you listen to me? I, you know, I, I
2: listen have, to you because
1: you only speak truth. YouTube <laughs> man lied to me. <laughs> name. Hold on. Name one truth that Kevin has ever said. Just one. You just like one. Wa- you like Wawa. I Mmm. Well, <laughs> You like Wawa? You no. <laughs> I hate Wawa. I I'm gonna let Kevin tell a story of whatever game he wants, because I'm not talking about Wawa right now. I wanna talk about my game and you're just ruining my mood. What's game? <laughs> Kevin, go.
0: So my talk game to uh you wanna talk left field. I'm gonna give mm-hmm. you one that you're gonna uh-huh. sit here die. Uh like I'm you gonna can't get it. Baseball. <laughs> I'm going to give you one that you're going to at first be like, what? And then within moments, you'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. 2012 The Walking Dead Season oh, yeah, 1. Yeah,
3: you're right. Sorry. <laughs>
0: 2012 The Walking Dead Season 1.
1: Mm, yeah. Uh,
0: Actually, that was yeah. the game of that summer. Um, if yeah. you, if that you look is true. back, that is because true, that, yeah. that game took the world by storm and dominated the discussion. And uh, Episode 1 came out in April. Uh, episode two came out in June, three came out in August and four and five were later in the year, obviously. But, mm-hmm. uh, when those came out, that was what you played. That was water cooler. That's what you talked about. Uh, and, and that game came out at just the exact right moment that it was the absolute peak of the walking dead in terms of like, it would get a little more popular in terms of the show, but mm-hmm. it landed at just the right time. Uh, it, that it followed the year that, um, Ellie noir came out and had a very similar, yeah. uh, not episodic structure, but very similar, like revival of the point and click kind of uh, uh, sub gameplay. Mm-hmm. And um, just that I think about that game and like that game did dominate a summer in my memory because I was just like, I need to know what happens. I need to know what happens. And oh, yeah, man, I mean, where else would you get a random point and click game in, in the year 2012 that wins game of the year? Like it's just a one of a kind uh, moment in time
2: and the fact oh, yeah. that it was episodic meant you were talking about it every
0: every yep. episode
2: that came out so it yeah. did just keep lingering throughout the summer until the yeah. point where school starts again and you're still talking about it in the first couple, yeah. couple of months in school
1: yeah yeah cuz i remember when that came out like it was all over youtube like anybody you thought of was playing it um and i remember like i got it uh as it was coming out too and i remember like playing it um Cause I didn't have a chair back then, so I used to like sit on my ottoman and just like be glued to that screen. Ah, uh, and I would text my friends like, "Hey, you guys ready?" And we would just like put our phones down, play that episode, and then come back like, "All right, let's talk about this," um, and just see you know what all we chose and what have you. But I- I'm telling you, that game monumental. I bet you any money that somebody from AMC saw like the success of the Last of Us TV show and was like, you know what, we, we have a video game also. And it would not surprise me if someone tries to pitch an idea of making the Walking Dead game, the 2012 one, into a TV show. It would not surprise it me. So the, only, course,
0: so cool. the only reason uh that, that that that's not just possible, but maybe likely uh, is that there are like 14 Walking Dead spinoffs currently uh, in production. Oh, I know. Jesus. Uh, really? I know. Yeah, it, there's mm-hmm. – off the top of my head, there's the French one where Daryl washes up in France for no reason. There's the Rick and Michonne one, which was the movies that they didn't make that they turned into a, a, a now a limited the series. Thing. There's another limited series. There's Fear of the Walking Dead. There's Tales of the Walking Dead. There's more Tales of the Walking Dead. Uh, there's – Negan and Maggie. There's the Negan and Maggie. That's Dead City. They just show up in um in Manhattan for some reason, and that's the plot. Yeah. There's it, one I'm forgetting. I think it's it's yeah. wild considering that they canceled that show suddenly.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. was. Who
0: wants that?
2: Who wants yeah, all they, of
1: that? They. I, I'm. A, I was a big fan of The Walking Dead. Like I watched. I watched the show, but like I read the comics. and I really liked the comics. Um, and to watch how much is deviated from like the path of the comics, not just in terms of like story-wise, but like characters branching off and doing piss knows what is insane to me. Yeah. But
0: it's, it's wild how, uh how, like I said, um when I say that series was suddenly canceled, I mean, not long before the final season was starting to enter production. That was like, this is the final season. And everyone was blindsided by it because they had just announced yeah. four spinoffs. And it's just that the, I think the ratings finally had cratered uh because of the COVID season and yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah it just it did not go well um but speaking uh happier stuff uh i guess i'll talk about the the game i actually want to talk about because like i said persona Four golden made me think of this uh video topic but like there there's one game in particular that uh is near and dear to my heart and for multitude reasons um but it's kingdom hearts 2 and I, I i am i am a slut for kingdom hearts that's just a fact we're gonna accept that you don't have a choice but okay thank you um i feel vindicated when i, I take it back too late when i got that game i got it like the first week of summer and i, I played the first game i even played the game boy advance game because
2: oh, king chain of memory yeah it's it, called
3: right
1: yeah, Chain of Memories, um, which I love the aesthetic of it. I did not like the card battling.
3: Was that the one that got, like, remade into 3D, or is that Dream Drill?
1: Uh both. No,
2: Chain of Memories, yeah. It oh. got a remake on the PS2 of all things back in the day.
1: Yeah, and then, awesome. it, then it was released again on the PS4 with the whole all-in-one that I have over there, because, again, I'm I played them all. If, but anyway, for the record, um,
2: I, I don't play Kingdom
0: Hearts. I, I don't do that. So, <laughs> I have I have too much self-respect for that, that. That's a step too far. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Yeah. Genshin Impact. Um, hell yeah. Honkai Star yeah. Rail. I haven't played, they, I haven't they, played Star
2: Rail.
1: There you go. But they eventually did bring all the games to PS4. Um, and probably Xbox. I don't have an Xbox. Well, I have an Xbox, but it's over there. So when I played Kingdom Hearts 2, um, again, I was in high school. First week of summer. I don't care what's going on. This is what I care about. And you start the game, and you start the game as... A completely different character. You start as Roxas, not Sora, which already had me like, "What is this?" Um, and you play as Roxas as he's kind of going through his own summer vacation, uh, which kind of made me connect to him a little more. Um, uh, I'm not gonna go into spoilers because no, th- there's too many when it comes to you know hearts, but yeah, to yeah, you could but probably to tell people go spoilers through in that like game. his summer vacation with him. Um, to the point where uh, you start to take over Soar, it is really interesting to me because like a lot of the stuff that he was doing, I was doing, and as I played through Kingdom Hearts, uh, too, and I I 100 of that back in the day, like I beat the mess out of that. Every time I think back on that game, I it just reminds me of the innocence of being young. And reminds me that hey, you know that it's okay to feel good about things. It's okay to feel joy, not to be this decrepit. However old I am right now,
0: Um, you should feel. You should feel sad at all times.
1: Oh, I always do. Okay, Uh, but I don't. It it was such a light for me back then uh, because I was going through a lot of crazy things with my home life. Um, And since then, I'll look back on it I'll play it and stuff and it, it just every every time I play it it just reminds me of summer like summer and when I was younger uh but enough enough sappy stuff because sappy stuff is kind of no, 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 no sappy.
2: keeping sappy this is kind of no, what no. it's kind of what the summers this is therapy it's therapy therapy therapy, therapy. <laughs> no. um, uh, this is not uh, legal
3: advice it,
1: no it's not it's, it's therapeutic uh, advice though yeah so I guess uh, I guess I'll just kind of be me and just be honest about stuff uh When Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, that's when I was uh, diagnosed as being clinically depressed uh, as a teenager. So going through a lot of those emotions uh, and having kind of a comfort game really helped me figure out who I was and how to kind of cope with that. Um, Because back then, like I wasn't really open about my feelings. I wasn't open about what I was going through. I just kind of kept everything inside and just to have something to look forward to every single day when I woke up. And I I know it's kind of cheesy, like, Oh, it's kingdom hearts. It's for kids. But that game helped me so much back in the day that again, to this day, I think back of all those positive emotions that it made me feel. Um, And like my family still remembers me playing it all the time. Like they, Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> they, whenever Kingdom Hearts three came out, I remember uh, my grandma texted me and she was like, "Do you like that Disney game?" Uh, and I was like, "Don't worry, I already have it. Don't worry." Um, I but, just wanted
2: to get it for you. That's sweet.
1: <laughs> oh no, she well, she might have. But I
2: get you the battle pass. What can't gift it with V Bucks?
1: Kingdom Hearts two did for me was it allowed me to realize that there are ways for me to cope with whatever I'm going through. Um, whether that be, you know, finding joy in a video game or seeing how these characters went over their own hurdles and what have you. So Kingdom Hearts in general, like I said, has a very special place in my heart. But Kingdom Hearts 2 is really whenever I started to realize who I am as a person. Um, and so there you go. There's my therapy session for the day. Uh, Proud of you. Don't don't ever lie to me like that ever again, Trevor. I will okay. come to your I house. I will come to your house and eat all of your asbestos. Ooh. All of
3: it. Oh, what? That's mine, bro.
1: <laughs> Not anymore. Um, bro, I
3: bought this popcorn ceiling cuz I'm hungry.
1: Popcorn ceiling.
3: Gosh. You just scrape um, up the up
2: the top of the roof and then it just falls down into your
0: bucket.
1: <laughs> <I don't, laughs> yeah, dude. I don't I don't think that would I mean, it might you guys, be you mean?
0: if you grow bathroom mold uh, and then you like you put it on your ice cream and then you just make sure it keeps coming back, it's infinite food. It's true. It's just it's kind
2: it, of like a culture like when you're fermenting things. You yeah, can kind of just... i yeah. my buddy Eric once.
1: And now he's gone. He's not yeah. dead. He's just in, like, Mexico.
2: <laughs> so no but, the asbestos police. Yeah. But to go back to what Sean was saying, no, I, I completely get that, because sometimes when you have something that catastrophic come up in your life, you just kind of need some kind of an anchor point to kind of keep yourself grounded and be like, listen, yeah, this
3: absolutely.
2: might be going on, this might be going on in my life, but sometimes you just need to kind of detach and let yourself... Kind of cope oh, yeah. and enjoy something, so I'm, I'm glad that and you I, have that game. That for, I'm glad that you have that. You had that game there for you at the time that it was right. there.
1: Yeah, and I, I think like games, um, it's really interesting because a lot of them can help you with things like that, um, like like it did for me. And for some people out there, you know, maybe Kingdom Hearts Two will do the same exact thing. But it's always interesting to see like what games impacted people on what level. Um yeah. like for instance, I hate Glover. Um, and I haven't found a single person that likes Glover and that's just the way it is and that's how we have to look at Bro,
3: it. Bro, the YouTube comment section loves Glover.
1: They love All the of
0: idea them. of Glover.
1: Yeah, they love the yeah. idea of Glover. Um, so go going back to like the feeling of like, you know, playing summer games or what have you, um I wanted to kinda go off of another uh, thing asses so kevin when when you think of like you know summer games is there like is there a moment where in in, in any game where you're just like huh that hit me like that that got huh. me uh and by that I mean like it you you realize that the game hooks you
0: in an, I, emotional, I I about that. in an emotional way or in general? In general. Um, I... Off the top of my head, I can tell you that there was a moment in Tears of the Kingdom that did that. Uh, I won't say what it was. You can watch the spoiler cast mm-hmm. on YouTube if you want to hear that. Um, other than that, off the top of my head... I could say maybe like Shovel Knight because I had played Shovel Knight when it came out. I liked it. It was good. I enjoyed it. When the DLC came out, when the first update, rather, the Plague Knight uh, campaign came out, I sat down and played it again. And just that that whole game completely opened up in a way that I, I couldn't have expected. Because mm-hmm. that that first uh, campaign update that they made for the the Kickstarter campaign was not anything substantial like the other two. It was just kind of like a slightly different level setup uh, for a lot of the the characters' specific moves and and whatnot. And um, something about the way that Plague Knight controlled like recontextualized the game just enough and made me want to go back to the main story of Shovel Knight, the main campaign rather. And mm-hmm. I um, I ended up going through and I did every single in-game achievement because I was on the Wii U for Shovel Knight's campaign, for Plague Knight's campaign. I never did go and do Specter Knight or King Knight because by then the Switch was out and I had it on every other platform. Like, I own Shovel Knight on every platform physically, I'm pretty sure. Uh, because... Including board game. Yeah, including the board game, which is stellar. Uh, it's actually really good. And yeah. I uh, I just sat down during that month and I, just, I would get home from work. And this is right before... The golden bolt had begun as a as a channel. Um, it's in the time span where I'm wow. like I'm planning things out. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with it, all that fun stuff. Uh, just like with CRUB, we spent uh, spent like six months. I spent six months planning the golden bolt out. We spent six months doing the logistics on CRUB stuff, just to make sure we uh, you know we were all encompassing in our our uh, plans. And I would get home from work, and I would just get home and I would beat shovel night and I would just beat it Mm -hmm. one way. Didn't matter what way it was. At one point I did, uh, one of the challenges that I did three of the challenges in one go, which was, uh, don't die, no checkpoints, which goes with don't dying, uh, shovel Mm -hmm. only in less than 90 minutes. And, uh, not going to say I was the first one to do that, but I was probably the second. Because like, this is before Shovel Knight really, really, like, just kept taking over the indie zeitgeist yeah. and became the indie game that's not Minecraft. And, yeah. I mean, Minecraft's not indie anymore, so, you know. But, yeah, I think it's Shovel Knight because that's the only game for a long, long time, besides, like, a Ratchet & Clank when I was much younger, that I would mm-hmm. come home and beat a game and just do that again and again just because it was so zen doing that and, and finding every single thing and, and all that stuff. So,
1: yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense, because what I got Shovel Knight. I got it on my, like, my Wii U pad, and I played the mess out of that. Like, there's so many different ways to experience that game. Like, I, I love 2D platformers, so to go through that, all the DLC and stuff, like, I, I totally get it, because since, like, day one, I was like, no, this is... It set the bar so high for, like, indie titles in general
0: yeah indie titles retro revivals retro inspired Mm. those it all already existed before shovel knight but shovel knight really showed uh a persistent quality and a persistent ability to become the indie mario uh not not just that but it did that all on a shoestring budget you know like that's why um Mm -hmm. if if you're not familiar that's why the first update for for Shovel Knight was the Plague Knight uh, campaign. There were two others that were then to come out. There was the the King Knight campaign, which is the last one that came out, and there was Specter Knight. And the Plague Knight update lost them a lot of money because they were producing it and it's a free update. And so they started selling the individual campaigns. Uh, you would still get them for free if you had the full game, but yeah, they would uh, start. They started with the Switch launching. They put Specter Knight out as its own thing, and and uh, everyone loves Specter Knight. I'm not a huge fan of it, but Knight's really cool. Uh, I I think my thing was that it kind of went back to it went back to basics like every campaign has to be the first one and since that was the one they were selling as as its own thing they had to Mm -hmm. uh, make sure that it went back on a lot of the early mechanics of Shovel Knight and do them in a unique way but it's also still surface level uh, rather than like expand the mechanics in like a Mario Galaxy versus Galaxy 2 kind of way Um, Mm -hmm. which always kind of sat weird with me I understood it but I didn't love it too much but Anyway, it was just the fact that uh, no matter what they were doing through the entire run of, of Shovel Knight, they did it on such a low budget because they only had uh, three hundred thousand uh, dollars on Kickstarter money, and this is at the same time yeah. that Mighty Number no. is pulling four million, Bloodstains pulling six million, Ukulele's pulling one point seven million, or something like that. All these retro revivals from you know the the studios uh, from getting the gang back together uh, and uh, retroactively you look back and you're like from people that uh, maybe had fallen out of the industry for uh, a reason as it evolved, you know, because they their ideas hadn't evolved with it uh, mm-hmm. outside of Bloodstained, Bloodstained Stellar. But anyway, moral of the story is that they did it on such a low budget and they made Indie Mario on 300 grand for like 10 employees. So they were all picking yeah. pay cuts. It's just it's just insane.
2: And they honored yeah. every single thing on that Kickstarter.
0: Yeah. like uh, Everything they said that you were going to get yeah. You got it. The the only yeah, thing that they didn't honor was that they, they turned the fighting game mode into a separate campaign. They made it bigger. Yeah. Like, how? They
1: went above and beyond. Yeah, how? <laughs> Ridiculous. They're just insane. Ridiculous. It,
2: Shovel Knight's just too OP. Like, it's yeah. so, so, yeah. so good. Yeah. Every, anything that has Shovel Knight on it, I'm, like, kind of tempted to try. It's kind yeah. of the reason why I got really into Rivals of Aether, because the, the last guest character for Rivals of Ether ended up being Shovel Knight, yeah. which, which just makes sense, because it, Indie Mario, if you can get Indie Mario in your game, you get Indie Mario.
1: Yeah. And then I yeah, just
2: absolutely. turned out loving yeah. it, so...
1: Which I've never really thought of Shovel Knight being as indie Mario until you said it, and now it makes so much sense. I mean he's in he's a
0: rivals, super indie cart, ukulele, he's in Bloodstained.
1: Yeah. He's, he's in Smash. He's in Smash. In Smash. Yeah. Yeah. He's in yeah. Smash.
2: Like I don't think you That's understand wild. how crazy that is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like that is that is wild. And like not only that, but now you know you brought up like Minecraft. I guess like Minecraft would be kind of the Tetris of the indie world when you think about it. Uh, way. I don't know in
0: in the past i don't think anymore because again it's microsoft now like it's
1: yeah now we got tetris dungeons
0: no now it's just the minecraft of the minecraft yeah
1: yeah yeah Uh,
3: it's it's too massive for its own pants
1: yeah which
3: (sighs) it's weird i never
2: really saw minecraft as indie even though it very much so is
1: yeah i think just because of it. i think
2: just because of how uh, i mean it was but i think it's just because how much of a juggernaut it became
1: Yeah. yeah yeah it's insane how big it became um and I apologize because, like, we whenever we start these podcasts, it's like, all right, what are we going to talk about? And I'll just give like a point and stuff. And the I kinda penis. Just, I threw. Out true. The whole thing. Uh so, No, no, we're good. We're good. Trav, yeah, what's what the
2: game that you you've gotten like truly hooked into? Like, I was
1: supposed to ask him. I'm doing it. Okay. Go ahead.
3: What
0: were you going to say, Sean? I don't hear Justin. That's true.
1: Uh uh Trap, uh,
0: Trav, what was the game that did the thing that I said Shovel Knight did to you? Oh boy, um,
1: yeah. What, what's a moment? In a, what, what's a game that like hooked you in general, or like a moment that hooked you in general?
3: You can't say Doom.
1: <sighs> yeah, you can't say Doom. No, nah, I wasn't doom. going to. Sims Three. Um,
3: are we are we talking about like early game synapses firing sort of thing, or like just no? Because Shovel a Knight was Shovel Knight
1: took my
0: mind in 2015. Like that's,
1: yeah, that's just fair. just in general.
3: Um. I mean, a recent example, I think I talked about this on the spoiler cast because I'm having deja vu. Um, the trying to force myself to play through the first Fallout uh, kind of hooked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the top down sort of isometric RPGs. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, I, I just I want to understand there's this group of people that are like, no, Fallout 2 is the best one. Just yeah. no one wants to play it. Um, and then I, I forced myself to play through one with a walkthrough, and then eventually it just it just clicked. And I'm like, oh, I finally understand the game. Um, and then it was just like an obsession for a short while, I guess. Uh, oh, excuse me. I'm not tired. I just uh, I wanted to say excuse me. Um, <laughs> Close enough. But then I, uh, after, uh, after I played through one with a guide, I made myself play through two without one for the most part and just exploring that world and reading everything I can in a time where I was just learning how to read. Um, oh, my cat's in my room. Hi, zippers. Zippers cameo. It was, a. Uh, it was just a, an interesting experience. Um, yeah. Finally understanding the value of reading in a video game. And that kind of rocked my world in a really pathetic way, but it did. And, now I enjoy games in a completely different
0: way. I know, uh, Fallout three did that for me. Cause that was one of my early, uh, next gen experiences at the time. Cause, cause Halo three blew my mind when I first played it. Uh, and yeah. that was like single-handedly. Once I played it, I was like, I need to buy an Xbox. I need to figure out a way to get money. Um, and then when I played Fallout three, like at first I didn't fully follow through uh, on it. And then, um, after that, uh, like the midway through my playthrough it was like okay now i've realized that i'm i'm getting sucked into the lore and i need to read all the lore and i need to read the wiki and you know i i used to have like a, a near encyclopedic memory of of the fallout lore uh, up until they made fallout four and i got sad <laughs> and then i think streamlined all,
2: stream- think all quite did a bit. that yeah, yeah. so trev do you have like with Fallout One, what made you like force yourself to do that? Because I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like the, it's kind of like Persona. It starts at three, so I'm tr- I'm confused um, why you went to one.
3: So I mean, I I'd, I'd already played uh, Fallout Three and Four. Um, I beaten both of them. Uh, it, it was a long time ago. I I barely remember most of Fallout Three. Um, I spent a good amount of time with Fallout Four just because I thought it was a fine shooter, not mm-hmm. really a good RPG. Um, and then. Uh, I kind of skipped over New Vegas until after I got back into Fallout with 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, my channel was popping off. I was trying to figure out, like, what kind of content do people like? And then I was looking through Steam sales one day, and I'm like, all right, let's look at, like, a retro games, because that's kind of what people like on my channel, right? Uh, so I, I see Fallout 1 and 2, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll finally give them a shot, because I was fresh off of uh, the the honeymoon period of playing the first system shock Mm -hmm. which kind of taught me how to understand these really archaic old retro games uh and i'm like okay let's just take it a step further Uh, fallout one uh basically did exactly what i did with the first system shock where i followed it with a guide until the mechanics finally clicked with me um and then it was just like i get it now i guess uh, near the end of the first one like I, I, I understood why I hear these people online screaming so much about how much they love the first Fallout and how Bethesda ruined the franchise <laughs> uh, that sort of thing yeah. and it, it was interesting because after that I went into New Vegas and um, I people were telling me once I mentioned like I'm playing Fallout 1 and 2 people are like oh yeah Fallout New Vegas is like the proper Fallout 3 and by that, I thought they meant like, oh yeah, it's it's just a good game, so it's worthy enough to be a no. sequel to two. No, no, it's but not then that. I found out like, it is that, but it's not that. Like, oh no, the story actually picks up, yeah. kind of like from the the seeds that Fallout
0: Two planted. Yeah, um, yeah, because for those that don't know, when Bethesda so, took over with Fallout, they uh, yeah. they took over because Interplay was continually uh, making mistakes and going bankrupt, and so they bought the IP and they started planning a Fallout Three, but they decided to move the Brotherhood of Steel, the, the in universe faction, to the East Coast to try and give them a chance to do a soft reboot of sorts, uh, that would still fit yep. into the canon of the rest of the of the saga. But a lot of the characters end up feeling, uh, or a lot of the, the, the groups feel a little bit out of character because groups like the Enclave and Brotherhood of Steel don't end up being in Fallout 3 what they represented in one and two, like the brotherhood of steel and fallout three yeah. is like, they're just the good guys. Whereas in, uh, fallout one, two and new Vegas, they're just a group. Like they're not necessarily good.
3: Yeah. They're pieces of shit. Yeah. Um, but they're also like, if they don't have a huge impact, they're not like the world police. Yeah. If anything in fallout one and two, like the, the brotherhood of steel are recluses that refuse to do good things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, like I, one of the whole plot points in one, when you first meet them is, uh, a uh, i'll keep this short because i don't want to turn this into a fallout podcast um i'm okay with the, that uh the brotherhood guy that you you find their compound and the guy's like uh we only let in uh recruits but hey if you want to become a recruit here's uh, a place on the map that we need an item from mm-hmm. and it's this place that's so absurdly irradiated that you find out later like oh yeah that's just what they tell people so that they go out and die and it's not their problem anymore um like they're literally telling people in the wastelands they're sending them on a suicide mission because uh that's less dangerous than just telling them no like they're not risking any repercussions from that and then in two in two they're practically dissolved like there's like maybe three or four outposts around the wastelands that has like two people in it and they're like yeah like there, there's no Brotherhood of Steel anymore. Basically, so here's the remnants of what we have. We'll, we'll try to take on the Enclave, which is the entire U.S. government. Um, and then in three, it's like they're they're just the world police again, or now, and like this super pro, I, I don't know, patriotic sort of thing, kind of like what we were told the Enclave was, except actually good, and it was it, weird. I, I don't like that decision personally after playing one and two.
0: Uh, four is worse. <laughs> I yeah, remember. I don't, I don't yeah. like four. Um, but yeah, we can I've save only... that for a Fallout discussion, Trav and I yeah. can go yeah, on. Because
1: I, I have not played any of these games all the way through. I, start, I started Fallout 3 New Vegas, got to like literally the beginning of it. And I was like, okay, that's enough. And I've restarted Fallout Four like four separate times, and I just I can't I can't get into it. I can't get into yeah, it. Fair. I've tried so hard. Four is you.
0: a good Borderlands game. Yeah,
1: that's, that's I, true.
3: That's very very that's true. true. That's What it is, So Like, why why am I finding a sniper rifle that just has ice on it? Like, I don't. This it, isn't a Fallout game. This is a freaking looter It's shooter. The thing
0: to me is, mm-hmm. and and this is what I'll say is to. Uh, this is going to avoid uh, any significant spoilers for Fallout Four. But one of the things about okay. Fallout is that those games give you. Uh, endings and the thing about fallout 1 and 2 was uh well all the fallouts really is that when the game ends it ends they give you an ending and then you're done like you can go back before Mm -hmm. the end and like do other stuff if you want to but you know they don't give you a post game the thing in fallout 4 though is that the way that they design fallout 4 is around uh not really giving you uh, satisfying choices to those endings. Like Fallout New Vegas has like fifteen different endings, technically, depending on what you do, how you do no. it. There's custom cards depending on uh, like like written text cards that are like, here's what you did and here's what happened, that reflect what you've done. And it mm-hmm. might only be a, c- a couple very you know insignificant changes, but it's your story. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing, the place that I stopped in Fallout Four was partway through the game. There's a section where factions exist and, and the, one of the factions wants to uh, wants to kill off the other two. And I was like, OK, uh, every Fallout game gives you a diplomacy option or you can find mm-hmm. some backdoor to take out one faction, but not the other or take out you know some in a certain way. And in Fallout 4, that's not the case. You have to wipe out every other faction for your faction, yeah. uh, whichever one you choose to go with. And so the moment that I found that out, cause I stopped and I was like, okay, where's the diplomacy? And I, I Googled it real quick and I saw that there wasn't one and I stopped playing because that's, that was my, that was my hard line. I liked the rest of the gameplay. I liked some of the exploration of some of the areas in that game, but mm-hmm. there was already a, a, a structural issue where turning that game into mass effect dialogue, where the character speaks, uh, took away a lot of the ability to, uh, role-play yeah you know in a role-playing game uh yeah y- i can see that yeah and it just uh yeah it's just kind of a shame because I, I really like the area i like the world they built in mm-hmm. Fallout 4 i like the boston area but yeah,
1: yeah. I, like i like walking around in it but like it, it ju- none of the characters hooked me none of the story hooked me i was like okay i'm here yeah it just that was it yeah uh but J-Tart 9 Something you?
2: A, something I will say about Fallout is, um, it has. It's gonna be it's gonna be a very weird um analogy. Fallout yeah. has the Xenoblade Chronicles X situation with me, where the thing on the cover of the box is the Brotherhood of Steel power armor that looks super super cool. And when I mm, played Fallout Three okay. for the first time, I was like, "Where's the power armor? How do I get the power armor? Okay, I want to run around That's in the fun. giant power armor." And you just don't get to do that until like later in the game. It doesn't take and that long. Same thing long. was uh, your first time Xenoblade though. though.
3: Yes. Yeah, so, like first, yeah. Like, yeah. just, just. I mean, like Fallout Three, New Vegas, it does take a while. It
0: ta- uh-huh. If if you know what you're doing, it can take like like five, six hours. Absolutely. Um, which obviously but, you I wouldn't mean, know the first just, time, but but in uh, Xenoblade yeah. X, like that, you have to play for 40 hours to get to the mechs. 40 hours. Yeah. 40 hours.
2: Yeah. 40 hours. So. The, bo- the center front and center of the box is Xenoblade Chronicles X. Is the yeah. mech? Is the giant mech that you fly around yeah. in in that game? And it's like the core thing that they were advertising throughout the entire time they were putting that game out. And I was like, oh, that's going to be so sick going around the Xenoblade Worlds because the Xenoblade Worlds are right. huge, massive. Yeah. And being able to fly around in a customizable mech and be able to fight things, that'd be so awesome. And you just do not see yeah. them for until
3: the, like 40 hours yeah. after. Yeah. It, I never it, got to play it myself, but that's kind of how I felt about a custom robo. Custom Robo was also one of those things where I wanted to play the
2: multiplayer with friends, and I got a copy of the game at um, Too Many Games for like really, really cheap. And um, I really? was just—I t- I turned it on, and I was like, "Where's all the robot parts?" You could only play yeah, with I, one I didn't robot. expect yeah. it to be
1: an RPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, take, it takes a while to get there. Um, I, I love Custom Robo, but uh, you talk about Xenoblade Chronicles X, like. You just brought back a lot of emotion because I haven't played that game since, obviously, the Wii U, because that's... It's stuck it's, there. It's stuck yeah. there forever. It is the Metal Gear It'll come Solid stuck there for It'll now. get off of there. It'll get off
2: there. It'll, It'll get, get off there. there. Monolith has been doing way too good of
0: work to not they, be rewarded in, them in letting know. them make their yeah. own game. Their excuse was, think, like, we don't know if we have the budget for it, and then they announced Xenoblade 3 a week later, so...
1: Yeah, tr- like, yeah, if they don't they if have the budget w- for it right now.
0: If they want to do it, they They will. Nintendo will let them, because... Monolith Soft so. has they, they free deserve reign it. to do whatever yeah, they, they want at it. this point because they made the switch mm-hmm. happen. So,
1: because honestly, maybe a hot take. I haven't, I haven't played three yet, so take this for a grain of salt. What about Xenob- Hot take. Uh, same thing because it's me. It's with okay. on. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X is my favorite Xenoblade game. Okay. I haven't played three yet. Sure. But I like it. I like it more than one. and I like it more <laughs> than sure. two. Sure.
2: I've never beaten Xenoblade X. I've only beaten one, and um, I didn't play Future Connected in one, I think it's called. I think it's called Future Connected? Yeah. Or is it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Xenoblade X, I, I played it for five hours, like 10 hours straight, and then I turned the game off. I went on vacation, never touched it again. Um, just because... I was doing side quests to get main story and I was like, but I want main story. I don't want to like figure out why this side character is like, I'm better than you. And then you help him. And then he's like, I guess I'm not better than you, but I'm going to follow you around and learn how you do everything. So that way I be- can become better than you.
0: We uh, And I'm awesome. like, we-, we talked about this mm-hmm. uh, a couple days ago in a-, in a regular call and uh, mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I made a comparison that I-, I think was actually pretty strong for what Xenoblade X is. And that's that Xenoblade X is like a Suikoden. Where they give you seven thousand mm. characters, and the, the characters are the game more than the main story is the game. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways, I could see that. Um, but I what I love about Xenoblade X is that uh, that world is an actual like globe. Like you can go from one side of the map and wrap around and they go have around. seven or five yeah. continents. That's pretty cool. It's it's incredible. And I, I remember, the first thing I did was I jumped into the water and I swam across the ocean. And that that's was, exactly I, the same thing I did. There was nothing yeah. there. Yeah. But it was there. Like I did it. It was cool. You know?
1: Yeah. You end up in it an area just,
0: you're not supposed to be in, but yeah. who cares? Yeah, you're the, allowed to do that.
1: The freedom in that is just so I don't liberating, honestly. Yeah. It's so good.
2: And the crazy thing is that's on a Wii U where you had to download
0: like what a 32 gigabyte that, patch. That game was oh, yeah. almost too big for stock Wii Us. Like you needed to have if you had you, a basic Wii U, you couldn't download
1: it. Even if you had a 32 yeah. gig
0: Wii U, you needed more storage. Yeah. Like, you need to be mm-hmm. really careful
1: yeah because
0: yeah <sighs> monolith I remember,
1: I remember i had to like delete all my games just to play that game yeah right i was very upset about that i was like well there goes uh nintendo land and there goes oh
0: god forbid
1: god forbid yeah. nintendo
0: land man god forbid
1: <laughs> yeah that that made me cry real tears uh no, still, no, think about still it. Man, sp- i'm kidding it's,
2: it's the
3: worst things that happened since kingdom hearts 2
1: the worst <laughs> yeah, if, if only if only Dude.
3: The arc of the little Pikmin me in Nintendo wow, made
1: me cry. I don't think he any goes, of that happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, that's, that's what happens when he gets eaten by the bullboard. I I have a secret. I never once played a Wii U game. I just looked. I looked at all the water and I said, "Nice water."
2: <laughs> and then you said, "It was him." And then you were like, "That's a little bit yeah. too much." Now, now that I'm thinking Still, about it. Water. Too
1: much water. Oh God! Actually, fun fact: my uh, my one old boss, uh, he ended really up hated like, water. He, well, maybe. But he ended up getting a Wii U uh, demo thing. Like I one got one too. That, yeah, and he was like, oh, here you go. I don't know what you want to do with it, but here you go. He tried to... He's probably going to read this. It's so one, heavy. That thing he, is so no, heavy. It is heavy, but he also tried to like make it as my bonus for Christmas. And I will <laughs> never forget that.
0: I think it's worth a good like, bit of money for for those that are are maybe unfamiliar. It's we're talking a, like a Wii U demo kiosk station, like you would see at a GameStop or at a at a Walmart. Yeah,
2: yeah, like you go into a GameStop yeah. and
0: they would have a Wii U inside of it, and then you would have
2: the the gamepad on like a stand, and then you would it would like flip through a bunch of game demos and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. they would
2: the Nintendo would come and take the Wii U back, and then they would just leave the demo stand and say we don't just throw it in the trash.
1: Yeah, and Which... it,
2: ha- it has like a subwoofer in it and like. It has like a whole speaker system, and it's all with LED lights and stuff like that, and it's all built in like, like LED well, TV, like a LCD TV, like it's a whole thing. And they so, just don't uh, like throw it in the trash. So
3: we here on yeah, Crubcast support that, the LCD you, community. You
2: mentioned that is
1: that is literally how he got that. He he like dumpster died for that thing. He was like, oh, here you go. And at the time I was like, oh, cool, this is great. And then he told me why, why that was what he gave me. Travis, I don't want to give you a Christmas bonus. What?
0: Trav, uh, I, are you ready? Uh, yeah. Justin mentioned subwoofer. Uh, Trav, what do you think of Marley and Me Three Subwoof?
3: Hmm. Uh, Subwoof was a a very divisive title. I I thought it was okay. I th- I saw it in theaters opening night. Um, I took mm-hmm. Justin with me. He declined. Did you? Uh, and instead of just not going, he sat in the chair. But he sat. He, in the he played Spider Man actually. I played Spider Man on the on the. No, that that was afterwards. He he Wait. played Spider Man in the uh, the bathroom. So a, we, a, we got I'm to an... the theater,
2: yeah, and then that. Trav was like, "I we, we're gonna have to get dinner beforehand, but we don't have that much time considering we're running late." Oh, so he we just went to the Burger King th- drive through and it got me a Whopper.
3: I and, drive to Burger King, and
2: I, I unfortunately he keeps throwing Whoppers at me, and I wish this was a meme. He keeps
0: <sighs> doing it when we were we were on vacation. I've only done it once. We were on vacation um in February, and. We made a detour because I picked up Trav from the airport and and we made a detour on the way because I was like, I'm hungry. I need food. Uh, So we got whoppers and then we got an extra whopper and there's two parts of the story. And I'm going to pass one to you, Trav, after I'm done with this one. But we, uh, I said, I think we called Justin down because Justin was going to let us in. Uh, Mm -hmm. I then backed out of the spot I was pulling into, turned over, Trav then whipped the whopper at him and we drove away. Uh, the second part is do you remember the man that was behind us at that Burger King yes <laughs> I do
3: okay Um. Oh, what was the name we gave this guy it was like the chicken cheese man or something like that uh, so we're driving through this like Kevin and I are in uncharted territory no living person has been here it's the here. worst place I've <laughs> ever find been this Burger like, King. everything
0: looks like fallout like the gas stations are all green yeah. it's gross Dude, like the
3: lights have this like green tint to yeah. them. It, it felt like we were gonna get radiation poisoning if I we stuck I, there for think too I long. Did. Yeah. There's probably there's probably like a yeah, ton Kevin of moss that. No that's one ever why cleaned. that's why he like slept for yes. the entire trip. Uh, he actually, was, yeah, wasn't
1: he I, driving?
3: I I, 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 I I'm, a sleep um, <laughs> I'm a sleep driver. Um, he's gonna I'm a sleep driver. Uh, I'm still driver. alive mostly. Uh, so uh, we we drive through this Burger King. <laughs> we drive through the Burger King. You we did go in the Burger King drive through, um and. You know, we're, I have no idea where we are. Before we went in there, we actually uh, walked into the Burger King, used the bathroom, and that's when I got a tweet from uh, the guy that fr- runs the Digino you know Gaming uh, Twitter account. This is true. Uh, he responds to one of my tweets and <laughs> goes, uh, Hey, uh, aren't you the guy that uh, hated Doom 3 and said it was bad? Um, and then, while well, I, read that while I'm pissing in the urinal, next to me, right next to, or no, uh, Kevin, Kevin is washing his hands behind me. And while I'm pissing, you know, still pissing, there's a steady, constant stream frying chicken. And I go, Hey, you got to check this out. And Kevin's Kevin's like, no. Uh, and I'm like, no, no, no. It's on my phone. I swear. Uh, so, okay. Uh, that, that happens. We're walking out uh and they have like at every table there is a a k kfc uh a burger king crown and uh we take like two of them or maybe it's just one i don't remember like i, I remember kevin one. reaching over and just grabbing one on the like, way out. swooped it and as we like, left all right cool yeah yeah and then we go in the drive-thru because we don't want to talk to people directly <laughs> um so we go it's like 9 we p.m they're it their micro or their, their speakers are peaking like it yeah. hurt my fucking ears, and I was in the driver or the passenger seat. Um, so I don't imagine what it was like for Kevin. Order our shit, go around because it's like a, in, uh, it was a, it's one it of those really drive thru's where you need to do a loop, yeah. It
0: was a really long loop to loop around the drive thru yeah. to get over to like the other side of the store.
3: And yeah, the, the window where you pick it up is on the other side, so you have to go around, yeah, this like parking lot structure um and so we're we're nearing the window but we can still see where they ordered the food before and this man in like this red van hummer not hummer holy shit this red like suv rolls down the window and really loudly goes hey (laughs) like all right cool whatever (laughs) Uh, it was funny. We both laugh. I think Kevin rolls up his window to laugh. Um, and uh, we get our food. Whatever. It's just like, alright, that was funny. Um, There's
0: one part, because we called him the chicken cheese man because he's, hur, 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 I'll get a chicken sandwich with extra cheese.
3: Yeah, so yeah. I, I didn't notice that part. Um, but we get our food. I, I ordered a chicken sandwich from Burger King because I don't know what else to get. Um, so I open my chicken sandwich. There's a ton of cheese on it,
0: <laughs> like an overwhelming disgust. Like it's like fondue.
3: Yeah, we're talking like Taco Bell nacho cheese. Ooh. It's not like it's it's yes. not like slices. It is wet. It is dripping everywhere in, oh. uh, on me. And I I'm just like okay, let's split. Th- I think it was Kevin's idea. Like hey, do you just want to split it? Because I found out my chicken sandwich was further down in the bag. This is like a free sandwich we got that the guy screwed up, yeah, and we oh. didn't tell. So him. So it was it was Chicken people.
0: Cheese Man's. Well, they would have had to throw it away anyway, yeah. but it was Chicken Cheese, cheese Man's Chicken mm-hmm. Cheese sandwich, and so we wolfed it down real quick and 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 pulled the hell out of there because we didn't want Chicken Cheese Man to come for us.
1: Yeah, <laughs> dude,
3: he's that man. Made his presence known, and anyone yeah. like that is a signature it, alpha. It man. rattled
1: my soul. Yeah, absolutely. Like,
3: dude, like it 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 was something that that whole week we were just like. Yeah, if, the, if we were stunned, Elden, you, life.
1: you kept talking about that instance so many times. Yeah, like you were, you were just like, Sean, I have to tell you about this. I'm like, you told there me this, was like,
3: a moment where I'm like, I, I'm dreaming. This isn't real.
0: It's yeah. There's no, there's no <laughs> he, way this is real. Like he, he's pulling up to this drive-through, and you hear Elden Ring boss music start playing. <laughs> Yeah. And like he, like you, just know that if he had found out that we had unintentionally gotten his sandwich, he would have just rolled his window down, driven up next to us, <laughs> and ripped out our heart.
3: <laughs> it's like a fucking Slenderman jump scare. Or something.
2: Hey, 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 you got my sandwich.
3: <laughs>
1: and,
2: and then the, the only part of the story I remember, I I, I was there for, was when they get there, they get to where we're staying. I come downstairs, I'm like, hey you guys, you finally made it. And apparently Trav didn't mean to, but like fifth, like like five like five, ten feet away from me, he just rolls yeah. down the window and just single-handedly chucks a burger at me. Yeah, so yeah. that was Kevin's idea.
3: Yeah. He's like, like just really quickly, drives by, stops, it's like, throw the burger, throw the burger. <laughs> and so like I just like impulsively just grab it and chuck it, like without even thinking. I think he caught it too. Justin Justin
0: caught it and he's like, Why? <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then he was like, We also got
0: a crown for you.
2: <laughs> and I was like, I don't want either of these things. So,
1: yeah.
3: Uh, Kevin, I might need you to refresh yeah. my memory on this one. This was the day, the next day, I think. Uh, we were coming back from eating somewhere that we had to drive through. We were in two different cars and we pull up behind Nico, who's driving yeah. this car. And I'm like, uh, you, uh, I don't remember if it was your idea or my idea. But I, I decided to get out of the car, walk up to the passenger seat. I want to say it was Justin. Yeah, that it was. I, I just oh, knocked yes, on the door, it I open it, yeah. and I'm like, get out. Oh, no, no. They were behind us. Yeah. They were behind uh, us. We stopped yeah. at a light uh, or something it, like that. So I, I, <laughs> I yeah, We stopped we stopped going into where we were staying.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, we, we were like right in the parking lot of where we were staying. Uh, so I, I get out of the car, walk up to Justin – who's in the passenger seat of nico's car open the door tell him get out um and i think that like we're doing like a passenger swap sort of thing so i get in close the door uh and then nico just drives off mind you i'm I'm ahead of them and
0: i'm already driving away yeah Yeah, Yeah. he's already driving away and so
3: uh just just drives off laughing hysterically (laughs)
1: yeah Uh, i I have this on video i'm like nico go just go just go (laughs) And we just left Justin there in the middle yeah, of the road. So we just leave him also, in the parking lot. It's like nighttime, mind you. So yeah, like, there's pitch, only like one luminating light above him as we drive off. It's pitch blackout.
0: He has to walk back. And then he, he just out of the corner of his ear, you just hear <laughs> <laughs> JTart9. I heard 9. You got my sandwich with extra cheese. Where can we find you, <sighs> Justin?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JTart9. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jtart9. And you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com at worldfamousjtart. <laughs> Cause, Cause at JTart9 was taken. So
0: I am at world
2: famous JTart9.
1: Wait, is that is that serious? Yeah. percent
0: yeah. You can you can look that up. Trav, where can we find you? And do you have anything you want to plug otherwise?
3: Uh yeah. So you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash that trav guy i almost forgot my name um i have a video on metal gear 2 sorry that was a burp um Another i have a one. video on Three, metal maybe. gear 2 dropping in about a week what day is today yeah about, about, about a week um keep keep your eyes open for that uh, otherwise i'm actually gonna be out of town at too many games so don't expect more videos than that because i will be busy uh sean
1: that's me. Where are you? The, the one who's supposed to be telling people to do this, who's not doing his job, because I've slept two hours in the past two days. Uh, okay. My name is Wolf K.O. San, uh, and you can find me- How do you spell that? Tw- uh, wolf, as in the animal, W-O-L-F, and then K-A-O-S-A-U-N. That is on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, I, for the first time in a very long time, because ADHD hits hard. And releasing a video.
3: No way. Yeah,
1: no, I'm surprised, too. But it's going to be on winter levels. Yes. uh, Which is ironic because... (laughs) The
2: snow has melted. We're talking about Uh, summer levels, baby.
1: Yeah. But also, after that, uh, look out for a Sly Cooper video before too many games. Because that's also been in the works. Because I've been doing two videos at the same time like an idiot. Nice. Uh, And speaking of idiots, uh, let's move on to the gaping golden boat kevin where can we find you
0: oh never is gaping? never gape me ever again first off why is he gaping
3: if i had a it's nickel so- for every time i had to say that
1: go on you have one
3: yeah probably
0: You can find me everywhere online at The Golden Bolt. Um, I don't have any new projects that I'm going to plug just yet, besides here on CRUB. Uh, We have that Zelda discussion, so if you are listening in the audio realm, uh, that Zelda one is going to go only on the YouTube, I think, um, because Mm -hmm. uh, we figure that's outside of our usual scope of uh, the stuff that you're here for in the audio realm. So always make sure to follow us over at uh, CRUB Official uh, anywhere you can find us at, except for Twitch, where we're CRUB underscore official. Um, Other than that, I think we have gotten everything out of the way. Uh remember that mm. if you haven't left a review or a like or a comment or a subscribe button or uh ringing the bell or whatever, I don't care. Uh do those things now because we need your validation to feel something. Please. Can I yeah, ask please. a
2: can I ask a, a closing question for everybody? Yes. Yeah, sure. The it's summertime. The topic That's was summer not games. Dumbass. It is it is summertime. You cannot, Actually, ch- wait, it you cannot change me. Yeah. Um, It's summertime. The ice cream truck has pulled up. What are you getting out of the the ice cream? Sonic ice cream. Sonic ice cream for Sean. Trav, what are you Mm. getting?
3: Uh, Real answer, uh, probably like a chocolate drumstick. Chocolate drumstick.
2: Kevin, what are you getting? Justin, you go first. I'm uh, I'm getting a cookies and cream milkshake. Sloppy!